0: What it do at DMV? It is episode 85 of Chirpin' DMV. It's a freezing cold Friday in the DMV, if it's anything like yesterday with the wind and cold. We're live watching the Caps game right now. It's, it's Thursday night. We're buzzing a bit. Had our happy hour live show, but this is Local Puck episode coming at you on this beautiful Friday like we always do. But first, let's say what's up to the Bobcat. What's going on, man?
1: What's up, man? Episode 85. That's the uh, Maddie
0: P. Maddie P. episode that maddie p episode baby maddie Perot. what's going on any
1: plans this weekend man i don't know i'm thinking about golfing but not with this weather so right. there's no sports, really. snow on sunday yeah i mean no football no i mean there's i, th- I don't think there's like one game friday so if caps don't no. play any any fun times so i don't know man we'll see what's going on
0: yeah we'll see i mean now that le- legal betting's or betting's legal in virginia i've been Passing the day by days by betting on Denmark pro basketball, Swedish elite league hockey at eleven
1: in the morning in KHL. It's good stuff. Well, good stuff, I, I guess. Yeah, I I can't I can't do that yet in Maryland, but we we voted to do it. So I don't know, Larry Hogan, let's make it
0: happen, dog. You're on the you're well on the way. Uh, interview today, just one interview, guys. We tried to reach out to a couple people. It's tough. We we're busy throughout the week. We got we we got we do a lot of chirping. This week was a slam chirping week. We reached out to a couple people, see if we could get them on. I guess those two last minute, and we got a couple on reds, but
1: we got day jobs. We got day jobs. We got day jobs,
0: baby. We got to grind. I mean, if we could get some sponsors, if you're listening and want to start supporting the pod, then this can be the day job. Yeah,
1: Union Brewing. I think this is uh, back to back weeks. I'm plugging you on the pod. So slide in the DMs, baby. There it is. But we do have Virginia native and goalie for the University of
0: Alaska Seawolves in the NCAA D1 hockey W A C H A W C H A I I think they're out of
1: WCHA WCHA,
0: W-C-H-A. So they're, they're out playing
1: there. North Dakota um, yep, Alabama yep. Huntsville Duluth Mankato awesome kid I actually got to see him play yeah Chris Carlson yeah I got to see him play quite a bit when he was with uh North American League with Austin Bruin so good guy great kid loves the game confirmed great kid loves the game let's start out with a little college hockey and then we'll go
0: to some high school, and then we'll go to the interview, and then we'll finish the uh, finish the episode with some juniors here. But let's th- this is the first time we're talking college hockey, really. I mean, and we're going to do the Liberty D one men's team. They had a weekend uh, versus NCAA D one. Yeah, important to note, Liberty ACHA D one club hockey, club hockey. So they had a home series against uh, uh, Long Island University hockey team, NCAA D one. Fairly new, I think they're only like two years old, maybe, but. Liberty splits the series with them. They get the, they get the win Friday night. Um, two to one. And that's massive. I remember texting you about, it. I was like, Hey, like that low, the Liberty team, ACHA just beat an NCAA D one team.
1: Yeah. They're a team that's always in the, uh, frozen four for ACHA are always flirting there. So, um, You know me, man. I'm always trying to pump the tires of club hockey, local hockey. Like, I don't know if people realize how good the hockey that we have in our backyard here in the DMV is getting. Like, they just beat a D1 team. Yeah. A D1 NCAA team, that is. Liberty is a constant top, like, five team
0: in the country. Like, all their teams are good. Their women's team has won national championships. They're very good. But this is a big stepping stone for them because there's a lot of rumblings on Twitter this weekend, too, on the DMV hockey Twitter uh, that we're a part of here, it's it's like yeah, it's time to go NCAA.
1: Make a push, absolutely, man. There's, I, there, it's so hard. I know that if you look at the the D one teams around the country, there's rules that I believe if your one of your teams goes D one, they all have to go D one, with the exception of like some schools in Minnesota, like Duluth and Mankato. Like, could, does Liberty have other sports that are NCAA D one? I don't know. Uh, I don't know not either.
0: I mean, they have a football team, but it's like not—it's not, not D one. They don't have a one football team. I—I I don't know. It's one of those small, small schools out in Virginia. Yeah.
1: So it's not like they're an ASU. That's uh, the rink know. is sick though. The rink yeah. is sick. They're not like a Pac ten team, Pac twelve team. They're just gonna get—I uh, don't know. We'll see. I'd love to see you know NCAA hockey in D M V. I'd be—it'd be you know weird that we got a D three team in Maryland with Stevenson, and then get a D one team in Virginia. But that'd be sick, man. Anything to grow the game here.
0: Anything to grow the game. So we'll kind of read off the website here. So like we said, they they won that first game two to one. We'll really hammer that game here. Uh, they they would lose the second one zero to four. Got shut out in that one. So we won't really talk about that one much. But um, well, man, you can't so, you
1: can't even start talking about this without thinking about Hunter Barosatek Barosatek with fifty saves. They 50 I mean the Flames they get outshot fifty one to
0: thirty in that game.
1: Uh, I mean, the Alberta kid, you know, he's good for it. Maybe Ben knows him, but dude, 50 <laughs> saves. You're playing your first game. It's yeah. against an NCAA division one team. Um, I know Liberty. No, never mind. I'm not even going to go down that road, but I'm sure he was doing just fine on campus.
0: Yeah, and so it looks like senior forward Quinn Ryan uh, spurted out of traffic with the puck on transition, flicked a backhanded feed to junior forward Josh Fricks. Uh, his shot was cleared by Long Island defenseman out to Liberty sophomore defenseman Vitali Novotiski at the top of the left circle where he rocketed a slap shot past Medcalf. And that's that, that 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 tied the game at 1. Uh, the Sharks would get one earlier in the first period. Uh, then the Flames did, would maintain the intensity in, on the offensive end and seize a 2 1 lead with 59 seconds left in the period, triggered by junior center Matt Bartle's steal in the right corner. He dug the puck out to senior forward and head. Captain Brock Thompson in the high slot where he pivoted, fired a shot off Medcat's pads, the puck bounced right to senior forward Ryan Cox who skated down the slot and wrapped a perfectly placed wrist shot into the top left corner. So, I believe this game also, I mean I just that that was just that that's text from the Liberty News recap recap there. Um but I what I saw was this game was on like ESPN U or something. Like you could watch this game on ESPN on Friday. That's all you think our boy Butch had something to do with that? I uh, might have been pulling some strings, but it's kind of nuts. I saw that on Twitter. That's how I originally saw like it was going down because I saw them tweet like, hey, we're on ESPN right now, like playing Long Island University. And I was like, I remember A.B. sending me a screenshot of their jerseys um, maybe back in the summer and being like, wait, they're D1. I was like, fuck. That's sick.
1: This is sick, man. Like this is these kids are never going to forget this. Like one of the the quotes in here, this is what it say. Talking to the guys, that was one of the most fun hockey games I've ever played. It was the opportunity of a lifetime. I'm so glad I got to play against the NCAA Division One team. This is where 90% of us wanted to end up. Like these guys, all all wanted to play Division One NCAA, and maybe they're guys that you know were under recruited, and then they they go out there and shove it right up uh, Long Island's hoop. Like that's awesome. They'll never forget that.
0: Yeah, never forget that. I mean, a sweep would have been awesome as hell too, but um, you gotta love getting that first win. And it looks like our boy Hunter and Net had an insane uh, second game as well. Hold on, I'm trying to find stats here. Yeah, I mean, he made 36 saves after his 50 in uh, Fridays, Friday night's yeah, opening. Yeah, 80, so.
1: 86 saves on a weekend is not bad. <laughs> How are you doing? Um,
0: so there it is. That's, that's kind of our college hockey talk. There's not much really going on, but we just wanted to shout out to the Flames there. Uh, on a massive weekend before we kick it to high school. All right, off to the NVSHL. We'll start with them. Bobcat, a couple of big games last week, last Friday night, we should say. So let's uh, recap three of them here. So why don't you kick her off?
1: Yeah, we're going to start with the Tuscarora Heritage uh, versus Dominion Potomac Falls game. Uh, big game, end of the first period. Dominion was up two rip with goals from Parker Cole and Tyler Isles. Jason Horner scored for Tuscarora. Um, then both teams scored twice in the second period. Uh, and then finally in the third period, Tuscarora pulled away and had three straight. So uh, Tuscarora heritage wins that one, six to four. Um, they had a big game from Jason Horner, two goals, one apple, couple guys uh, with two point nights, Aiden Harrison, Anthony Finlison and Drew Naylor, um, Tyler Isles and Jake Dumas, Colby Smith as well. Also two point nights for Dominion Potomac Falls. But, um 10 goals man 10 goals in a friday night NVSH nvshl game action-packed
0: yeah 10 goals to do that i mean still seven points behind riverside but yeah we'll see we had a big one in the smite with
1: briar woods yeah i think that was our preview last week was the the game of the night right so game of the week um briar woods versus stonebridge that uh first period started off scoring with jack courtney Uh, By Briar Woods and then Gavin Farr also tacked one on. They had a two rip lead heading into the second intermission. Um, Gavin Farr scored again, getting his second of the night, putting them up 3-1 on Stonebridge. Uh, Jonathan Rice Ryers uh, on Stonebridge would make it 3-1, getting them a little bit closer. Um, Briar Woods really pulled away with two goals in the third. Um, Jack Courtney and then Gavin Farr finished off his hat trick. Um Stonebridge did end up, did end up scoring two um, later on in third to make it a two-goal game. But Briarwoods with a huge win. Huge win. And then the
0: last one we'll hit on. Battlefield gets a win. They stay atop of that loaded Patrick division at 15 points. Uh, those top three teams are separated by three points.
1: Yeah, I mean, first period game-winning goal. Uh, Dylan Jagels. I don't want to spend too much time on this game. It was 10-0. Um, <laughs> there's, I mean... Yeah. Dylan Jagels Jaggles, he had 4 points he had a hat trick. Marshall Eastman had a hat trick. Um they had two other guys, Garrett uh Dyken and John Fisher with 3 points. I mean uh, it's tough it's tough but you know they did what yep. they had to do. They did what they had to do. I mean you can't. I mean points matter, goals matter. Um, hate to be Madison in, in that game but it is yep. what it is.
0: Yep, so running through our league leaders real quick. It's Jonathan Reiser from Stonebridge with points at 32. Brandon Books from Stonebridge and goals at 22 assists. Jonathan Reiser again, 14 assists. Looking at the attendees here, Connor Donaldson, broad run, .80 goals against average. You still got Jake Helfand from Madison with three shutouts. You love to see that. Um, real quick, just preview a couple games. Battlefield of Patriot. Uh, Chantilly at Broward woods, Yorktown at Madison. That one's going down to skate quest to rest in 950. Nice late game. Have a fun night with that. So let's kick it to the next one, the CSHL. All right. So starting with the standings, we still have West Potomac in first right there at eight, nothing, but that those three teams we're going to preview, or we're going to recap their three games, West Potomac, Washington, Liberty, TC Williams, all at the top three right there. at 16, 12 and 12. Bob, why don't you take us through the first one?
1: Yeah. Washington Liberty versus Woodson's first game, uh, we're gonna check in on or go over tonight. Um, I'm trying to look at the breakdown here. It's not giving me too much, but Washington yeah, Liberty did yeah, win. Don't always have all the Yeah, stats, nothing so. too crazy, but Washington <laughs> Liberty did end up winning five-two. I'd like to be able to give you a breakdown of when the scoring was, but uh two points. Ethan Colson had one-and-one, one. Kyle Wilson had one and one for Washington Liberty. Um, and then looks like all different scores, all different points spread around for Woodson. Uh, but a five, two game. Sorry. I can't give you too much more on that, but uh nope. Woodson's goalie, 40 saves on 45 shots. Will Austin. So good on him. Bingo. And then West Potomac, they stay undefeated West Potomac. They played Bishop arts in our know coach McCall. We were talking about them. We've mm-hmm, talked about mm-hmm. Bishop arts a few times now, but West poke keeps rolling. I know we talked, um, seeing if, you know, could they stay focused with their two weeks off? Looks like that was not an issue. No rust whatsoever. Um, West Poe takes down Bishop Ireton, seven to one. Uh, shout out to our boy, uh, Jack Cahill. We talked about him, two goals, one apple. Tommy Guthrie, one goal, two apples. Uh, Parker Coons had two points. So big game for the, for the West Poe guys. Um, Coach McCall has gotten, gotten them rolling. It looks like a short bench too, so good for West Poe. And then T.C. Williams staying yeah. kind of right up there.
0: Tied with 12 points for that second place right there. Big win. Yeah.
1: TC Williams takes down Hayfield slash South County five to two. Um, TC Williams scored first. Brett Townsend even strength. And then Hayfield ended the first. Um, Con Leahy tied it up. Only goal in the second was Sean Burbage for TC Williams. So it looks like for the vast majority of the game, or at least uh, you know, two full periods, pretty tight game. TC Williams pulls out in the third. Uh Harry Crafts are with two goals. Zach Cantor had a goal. And then Jack Sullivan ended up knocking one in for Hayfield. But uh, like we said, TC Williams, big 5 2 win after ripping off the band aid there in the third.
0: So instead of um, kind of going through the top guys in each category real quick, I say we just pumped this one kid's tires, and it's Michael Fields out of West Springfield. Um, this fucking kid, seven games played, 24 goals, 10 assists for 34 points. What's his team? West Springfield. And it's absolutely bananas. I mean, I'm looking at his game by games here. Let's see. Recent games, last game, four goals and assists for five points, 12, 18, four goals, two assists for six points, Michael Fields. It's hilarious. And then, um, West Potomac. Well, ah, see, that's a bad game. Two and one for three points, one and one at Washington Liberty for two points, but yeah, shout out to him. He's having a hell of a year and, uh, keep running it up, baby. Uh, Keep doing your thing. So let's just preview a couple games we got coming up here tonight. And the biggest one, Bob, this is a West Potomac team versus a TC Williams team. This is a
1: top three matchup. Oh, I know we don't play favorites or anything on here, but it's really, really hard to think that West Po isn't going to continue to power through here. Um, Not. Like the guy,
0: that, not like the guy that came on. It was awesome and yeah, good I, yeah. I have
1: no reason to think anything other than good things about uh, West Westpo right now. Yeah, about as a, you get, the, you get, you find out a coach is
0: a good dude, and you're just like, all right, I like that team. They're easy they're to root well. for.
1: I, I haven't met a single kid on the team, but the coach seems like a hell of a dude.
0: Love it. So let's finish it off with the MSHL here. So finishing with the MSHL here, Bob. Let's go through a couple games. Let's start with up in Frederick County, uh, Urbana. Tough, a one goal loss there.
1: Yeah, Urbana played Oakdale, uh, one goal loss, like you said. Um, Urbana had the first two goals, first period, two rip-heading intermission. Oakdale came back quick, scored two quick ones in the second, Gavin Paduzzi with both of them, uh, and then Oakville, two goals back in the third to make that a 4-3 game. But again, a close game, one goal game, a little bit of a heartbreaker. But uh, Frederick County, tough hockey out there.
0: Yeah, tough hockey out there, but we bring it back down kind of towards, let's go Montgomery County here, and the team that's usually always up top, Winston Churchill, they are now down in fourth, and you got Bethesda Chevy Chase, first place, 12 points.
1: Yeah, Bethesda Chevy Chase, they played Frederick County. They won 7-2. to two. Um, They had goals by Van Eiderson, Drew Neelis, Uh Van Eiderson had a hat trick, actually. Uh, shout out him, but... Big game for Bethesda Chevy Chase. Um, I, I don't even know if it was ever close, but got to keep on rolling there. I think they had fifty fifty shots, fifty shots on goal. Jesus, yeah, that's 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 quite a bit.
0: And a, a,
1: what a twelve minute period. So what is that? Thirty six minutes.
0: How many shots a minute?
1: Yeah, that's a R.I.P. That's a, goalie. R.I.P. R.I.P. goalie. <laughs> 43 saves on 50 shots for brent Moir. i mean you can't knock him there that's a that's a ton of shots he's getting more than yeah. a shot a shot a minute
0: yeah he is um so yeah i mean yeah what are you gonna do i mean it's high school hockey i feel like you either fucking you're either getting shit kicked or you're doing the shit kicking in a majority of the chances but yeah taking taking close to 40 shots is tough in short yeah, periods i would period say games.
1: Uh, i wouldn't say quite a shit kicking but Carroll county put up seven goals against uh uh middletown um mm-hmm they had a three goal first period, uh, Middletown ended the period three, one, um, they actually, you know, they made it close. It was four to three Middletown had two quick ones in the second and then Carroll County, uh, two more to fire back and then back and forth, back and forth in the third, but seven to four game Carroll County off with a win,
0: off with the win. And that's over in the, um, Monocacy Valley, right? Yeah. Monocacy Valley. Bingo, bingo. Uh, let's look at a couple stats here. Glenel, Carson Stickley still up top at thirty-two points. Uh, your assist leader, Dylan. Uh, Dylan Eyster. It looks like he's from uh, Quince Orchard. And um, you know we would
1: be a local podcast if we did not talk about our Swamp Kings. And unfortunately, they did not play I was this. About the <laughs> say. We can't, can't pump the tires. No. But game. we also
0: don't have to play the, the sad fucking bugle music if they would have lost because we're all yeah. like I said, we're all aboard. So we want to check on our guys here um see how they're doing what's what's their next game
1: february 10th against river hill okay
0: okay that's one of the season huh
1: yeah i've got my ticker sitting
0: in my office right now just counting down the days. february 10th wow we're so we're good 10 days 10 12 days away still um yeah that's gonna be a big bounce back for them after, oh, that, two, yeah. thir- two, after that two to 13th loss at the wolves man yeah they got Gardens a lot of time to think on it
1: they'll be they, good they got logs then is that the that's a showtime ring
0: no, that's the back rink.
1: That's what I thought. That's the worst it's rink shit, in- That's the
0: shitty back rink. That's yeah. a tough game The to, it's a tough game. That's a tough rink
1: to end your season on. Hey, we'll think of the Swamp Kings. You don't think they're used to shitty conditions. Yeah, that's
0: true. All right, with that being said, guys, there it is. Let's kick it over to Chris Carlson for interview. All right, we now welcome on an awesome guest, Virginia native and attendee that's seen his way through the USHL, USPHL, NAHL, and now the NCAA. He's the current goalie for the Alaska Anchorage Sea Wolves, Chris Carlson, what's up, man? How you doing? Good to see you.
2: I'm pretty good. How are you guys doing?
0: We're chilling, man. We're chilling. So what we do with all the locals go- local guys, we kind of start from the beginning. So growing up in Virginia, you know, when did you first get into hockey? Who was the first club you went and played for in the area? Oh, boy. So... Yeah, we're taking it back, baby. Um,
2: yeah, we're, we're going back. So actually, my parents were in the Air Force. So that's why I was born um, in Virginia. Actually, I was born in Maryland. But um, anyway, when I was, um, I don't know, two or three, we moved to Colorado. And that's where I started playing hockey, actually. Um, and then, jeez, oh, I got to think of when I, <laughs> I think it was sixth grade, moved back to Virginia. And I think, believe it or not, so that year I tried out for the Little Caps. I didn't make it. And I played for Team Maryland that year for uh, Coach Freddy Nygren. I don't know. He's a bit of a local legend. I don't know if you heard about him. But he's, he's a Swedish hmm. guy. He's back there. He coaches uh, the Nylanders, too, all the time. Right, right, right. Him. So... Um, so yeah, that was God. I gotta think U14s team Maryland, and then after that, I played three years or two or three years for Little Caps for uh, U16s um, under uh, Quentin Kruger was my last coach there, and it was it was great. We played um, Tier One Elite League that mm-hmm. year. We played my team, We played 81 games that year. Crazy. Yeah, it's that's, most That's an NHL whatever. season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one short. We were a little chapped because we uh, we lost. I don't know what it, whatever that game to go to national championship mm-hmm. stuff, or whatever. Um, and that would have made it eighty-two. So
0: we were a little chapped about that. <laughs> so was it was it always goalie right away, or were you skating out at first and then gotten the kind of goalie later on down the road at some point?
2: I feel I so. That's kind of funny too. I started off as a forward slash goalie because I went okay. in just planning on being like a skater like everyone else. And the coach asked, Hey, who wants to be a goalie for tonight? And you know, <laughs> sure enough, raised my hand and kind of never looked back. So it's, e- it's either
0: that kind back. of situation or it's like, who's the biggest fucking kid we have on this team right now that we can do <laughs> the pads on? Yeah, I don't think that was me. I don't know.
1: So you uh like you were saying, you have a little trouble counting backwards and figuring out who you played for when, um, but you know, between Virginia, Colorado, Jersey, um, mm-hmm. well, the, the high school hockey you played, did you play around here? Did you play in New Jersey? Like what was that timeline after, you know, youth hockey? And it's, it's a little, I know it might be stressing your memory here. <laughs>
2: That's, so I went to four different high schools. So my okay. freshman year, I went to, that was my last year in Virginia. I went to Westfield. Um, and that's when I played, that was my last year, U16 in, uh, for the Little Caps. And then I was in Colorado and then Austin, my first year junior, or no, excuse me, Waterloo, my first year junior, and then Austin after that. So, yeah. So do you,
1: do you identify Ooh. as a, a Virginia kid or a Colorado kid? Virginia, yeah. Okay. That's where my parents
2: live now. That's you
1: know oh yeah, we're keeping that DMV connection here.
2: Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs)
1: Suitcase. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely.
0: Suitcasing around a bit. So I mean then I mean I guess once you're done kind of that jumping around with youth hockey, you get to the USHL with Waterloo. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how'd you get there? Was it a draft that got you there? Were you tendered like how free agency mm-hmm. what, how, how did that all Yeah, come I was
2: in the, I think it was called, so I was in the futures draft and I was drafted by Waterloo. Um, and then, yeah, I, I went there. I think, I mean, for, I for sure was too young when I went there. Um, i i really, I think I only played 10 games and only a mm-hmm. handful of those were actual starts. Right. So Um, looking back in hindsight, I wish I played maybe a different league that year or even another year of youth hockey would have helped just so to, so I kept playing games and helping with my development.
0: So looking at that roster though, I mean, there's this mutant on that team by the name of Brock Besser. What was it like playing with him and in that locker room and facing, I mean, I'm sure you're at least taking pucks from him in practice.
2: Yeah. So he was actually my... Uh, stall mate in the locker room so we sat next to each other but he yeah he um had never really seen a shot like that and I don't think I ever will again Mm
1: -hmm. he was
2: a guy where wherever he was going to shoot it he it was a potential to score I mean he could be in the corner he could be on the blue line and he's (laughs) winding up for that one tee and
0: it catches you room. off
2: guard because it doesn't look like much. It's just that
1: that release, and then it's I mean, as hard as anything, really. Well, we don't want to spend all of our time talking about guys you played with, but another name <laughs> that, that that sticks out is uh, Troy Terry. You played with him when you guys were pretty young. Were were those guys both just studs from jump, or was it pretty clear to tell that those guys were definitely playing at the next level and, and doing it quickly?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, everyone knew Troy was gonna be was gonna play in the show. So I played with him growing up when I was my first tour in Colorado and then my second one. So I knew him uh, really well. And it's kind of funny. He, it was real juniors. He had all those five hole goals, right? Yeah. 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 I,
0: he won the shootout. Yes. Yeah,
2: so I and everyone else who knew him knew he was shooting <laughs> five hole every time I texted him after I'm like, you weren't sworn on me, buddy. No chance.
0: <laughs> if only you're in goal for Canada We're right he's
1: going five well well if the if that Pacific division is listening to chirping DMV right now they know if yeah. Troy Terry's coming down on a shootout they got the scouting report it is right
0: <laughs> so so the year after that it's off to the NHL with the Austin Bruins and that season mm-hmm. like you just mentioned that season before you kind of wish you weren't there you weren't playing a lot of games but I mean, in Austin, you're the clear cut starter. I mean, you're playing seven, 47 games compared to the next guy's 12. You got a 2.54 goals against average and 9.16 save percentage. Uh, massive jumps, obviously, from the year before. What was it about that season where you were just kind of seemingly, you know, like fucking on one? Was it like, obviously, the fact that you were playing more than 10 games, you could get into a groove, or was it something mm-hmm. different you did in that offseason? Maybe new locker room, new team, that kind of ordeal. What was that to the it next? It was
2: season? so. Yeah, to the start of that. I mean, I obviously I was playing with a chip on my shoulder. I just went yeah. down a league. But the start of that year, I was in Chicago and we had a tournament in Russia, and then I ended up getting cut, found my way to Austin. I didn't really know much about um the NA, but right. I was kind of funny. My first game I played, I was pulled. I was let in three brutal goals in the first period pulled. And then, <laughs> and then I played the next game and kind of went from there. I I took over the job, um, just fell back in love with the game, playing every weekend. So it, yeah, that was great. I I look back at my time with Austin. Um, you know, it, it's definitely a positive time.
1: It's definitely it. uh, definitely one of those small towns that really packs barn for a hockey game. There's not much else to do in in oh, rural, yeah, Minnesota.
2: Exactly, exactly. So all you're doing is worrying about hockey, you know. You know, you didn't have an option. There's it.
1: nothing else to do, man.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, that probably helped me, too. <laughs>
1: and then you the the season you were with Austin is when you committed to Providence, correct? Yep. So what was that decision like? I know you said going into it, you didn't even know a ton about the North American League. And then by the end of mm-hmm. that season, you're making a, a division one commitment.
2: Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was that was awesome. I was talking to a few other schools, but Providence just uh, it stood out because my boy Greg Prince, another DMB guy, uh, was committed there, and he was kind of a big driving factor, as you know, as to why I actually went there. I just wanted to to have four years with him, but that didn't work out. Obviously, didn't didn't end up playing much. No hard feelings to the guys there, really. Um, Just didn't
1: really work out. So following your career for looking like hockey DB or mm-hmm. EP or anything, obviously it shows you going to school and then coming back and playing um, juniors. Was there, did you have to wait? Was there like a transfer period or was it yes. you burned of eligibility? Yeah.
2: yeah. So I had to, um, I had to sit out a year, but I had the opportunity to go back to juniors thankfully and get some more games um, and then I had to, I had to complete my associate's degree. It's called a four, two, four transfer. Um, everyone has to do it. Um, but yeah, so my last year junior there, I was actually taking a full course load of college classes too.
1: It's not super traditional. You go USHL, North American league, NCAA division one, USHL, yeah. <laughs> NCDC, NCAA division one. Was it, um, was, was there another transfer process or? conditional draft or anything that got you to illinois and then subsequently to jersey
2: so yeah if
1: we back up a bit when
2: i was i said i was in chicago and i was Mm. cut i was actually my rights were actually traded in that process to bloomington so they had my rights for those what i don't know two or three years so that's how i ended up there that wasn't wasn't a great situation. I'm not sure they're even a team anymore. So that kind of should explain that to you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. So when did when did talks with Alaska Anchorage start? Did they contact you? Kind of vice versa. How did that relationship kind of start to build?
2: Yeah, they contacted me. It was really late in the recruiting, uh, I don't know, season, whatever you want to call it. It was basically I got that call, um, and then I was up there two weeks later. So, you know, I'm pretty pretty blessed to have that opportunity come basically out of nowhere. It looked like I was maybe not even going to play hockey at that point. But, uh, you know, I ended up here. It's been a great fit, I think.
0: What was it about your game that stuck out to them? I mean, I'm sure they kind of explained it on the call, like, hey, this is why we want you. What was it about your game that they really liked?
2: Uh, I think so they Had just seen me previously from recruiting. I know uh Mark Fallon was kind of the original guy who contacted me, and he had been following my career for quite a while. But especially that season, he was kind of just watching me, and then I don't know, it was really out of the blue. It, it happened pretty quick, so
0: <laughs> love it so. And then I guess that kind of just ultimately, obviously them reaching out to you and having interest in you was pretty much just like a automatic for you. Like, Hey, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go here and just give it a go. There's no other option. Yeah. I
2: just wanted, I wanted another chance to prove that I could
0: play, you know, division one hockey. So it
1: was,
2: it was a no brainer.
1: Um, Was that something that was, I mean, by the way you, you worded it, it sounds like it was maybe not even an option. Were you, were you looking at, you know, moving into say the workforce or playing club or were you, were you looking at pretty uh, options wise, like hockey or what was going on?
2: I wanted, I think the only option for me was to play division one hockey. Um, and yeah, there was, that was kind of the only option really. It was, right. it was last second. It was kind of like uh, who's Talbot, how similar to his story where he committed to uh, Huntsville really late. Right, right. I think there is something like hours left for for them to snag them up or something. That's at least that's what I heard. I don't know so we
1: go, we go from maybe not playing hockey anymore to three. Well, I don't know what's going on this year, but you know, four years of playing NCAA yeah. hockey. So that's, that's pretty awesome, man. There's that, that, that hockey community. We talked about it in one of our earlier interviews, but very short or very small. Everyone knows everybody. So mm-hmm. that's awesome that you still, you know, you played all these games, put all this time and were able to still get another crack at the can there.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right.
1: So, how brutal is that fucking
0: travel schedule going from going the road games from Anchorage? I know we kinda of asked oh, Travis no. about it when he oh, had him on oh, and yeah, he bitched about it hard. I'll but... tell you where he
3: gets it back. <laughs> Carl is always the guy on the flight who gets stuck, the one guy who gets stuck next to the to the to the family with this, the baby and the and the mom side. <laughs> So he's like in the middle seat or on the window, and there's a baby on one side of him. And I'm like, it's 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 brutal. You feel bad for the guy when you see him. Well,
1: I mean, you're I mean, on the kid. you're on the plane for every game. At least you guys get like a ton of opportunities for bag roulette. You play that coming off the turnstiles. Oh yeah,
3: whose bags? coming out? yeah. The <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: little little opportunity. Oh, At never mind. We're, morning. Morning. Yeah, We're playing. we really Not
2: in not in the mood for that
1: when time rolls around. But some guys
2: definitely do that
3: like this guy here yeah
1: Uh, so i mean the the travel sucks you're sitting next to a crying baby and a a mom but uh what are what are some of the more fun (laughs) barns that you've played in as far as you know ushl or is it college or some of those smaller barns in the the junior levels what what were the the best barns or the places you look forward to north dakota
2: yeah i mean i've sort of seen it all but it'd have to be north dakota the ralph the ralph or uh Omaha Baxter Arena, that was really cool. Um, and then, sort of, those are kind of the obvious ones. But uh, Bowling Green's unreal. Oh, they man. have some really, <laughs> they have some pretty rowdy. They get rowdy. fans. Those so Michigan Tech, they get into it. Michigan
3: Tech. Oh, there's nothing
1: to awesome. do. Nothing else Hoden. to do
0: with those schools. Yeah. Houghton,
1: yeah, Michigan. You know, have you been to? Ho- well, I guess you have. It's awful. But, uh, <laughs> no, maine, maine was, maine, maine you guys was maine oh i there. forgot okay maine, yeah. yeah so
2: we played that was last year that was last year yeah. last year our season. first game our first series was at maine practiced at bentley played maine yes yeah. so maine they have
1: i mean arguably the best college fans so do you guys so circle Huntsville on the guys, calendar though that's the only game that you're dipping like maine? what above freezing which what game huntsville
2: Oh yeah, Huntsville <laughs> in Arizona. We played them. Arizona much. State. That was that's a great trip. That's a that's great. Right,
0: great you guys did that in Arizona. Trip. Yeah, you guys left to tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, Keith was, was done there for playing. that one. Yeah, we'll talk yeah that about was, the easy trip. That's when, that's when, when the Caps playing. were out there versus the uh, fucking Coyotes too. Yeah,
3: and one of your boy was out there. Was he not?
1: Yeah, KP was out there. So I mean, this is you know your your junior season and the end of last year got screwed with COVID. This yeah. year, who knows what's going on? Um and with the program itself uh, kind of up in the air, like w- what is the future looking like for you or the immediate future looking like hockey wise and then beyond that?
2: Yeah. So right now I'm just, I'm up in Anchorage just practicing, trying to develop the best I can, you know, without playing games. But uh, I mean, we're trying to see what's going on with the season here. I mean, we're.
0: I was about to say, kind any more news player. on the thing where it's like the school kind of announced you guys might be cutting the hockey program and everything? Any more news so, on that?
2: So that's happening um, mid-February. There's going to have another meeting. Um, honestly, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, sometimes it's looking great. Sometimes it's looking a little... Right.
1: We got to call dire. in alumni Jay Beagle. We got to call on a favor here. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: any weird shit you do as a goalie?
1: Uh, is there Travis? Ooh. I mean, Travis uh, would know
0: better because you probably, it's probably like second nature to you now. You don't notice it, but we like, have a Travis fridge. Travis probably sees like, what the fuck is he we doing?
3: We have a fridge in my office and it's stocked with energy drinks for Carl oh, yeah. <laughs> because he is the guy that comes in in the morning and has. He's an energy drink guy,
1: not a coffee but guy. Butt chug, six of them, and then... Close <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. nice. I mean, is he a so, Kyle? Are we slugging monsters? or? A...
0: So, yeah. He's like slugging sugar? anything off the shelf no. that's like 99
2: cents. He's sugar, no, no, no. I like sugar-free energy drinks. That's what I'm saying. I don't like... Coffee kind of gets me jittery. And then anything with sugar, there's just a crash. So yeah. I like... Uh, I don't know. No free plugs, right?
0: No energy free. drink. No free,
1: no free ads. <laughs>
2: No, free ads. Red
0: yeah, Bull yeah, no free, ads free ads on this so show. Fuck no. Unless they're paying those big bucks. But yeah, the Red Bull Sugar Free, love it. Yeah, um, Monster, stuff like that.
2: I'm not really too picky, but yeah, I have that in between periods. Like, we'll have never any like pre-workout
0: periods. mixed in.
1: No, like pre-workout? I used
2: to. I used to do the pre-workout. um
1: and then I don't Making it sound little, like what, the making it sound little, like, like you, like you had to get off the stuff. I used to do pre-workout pretty hard. Yeah, exactly. Get all fucking that's itchy. Pretty much like,
2: in, yeah, I, I wean myself out of that now. I just hammer. I don't know. So after um,
1: after this year, do you have any more eligibility or, or what's that looking like? Yeah,
2: everyone's getting another free year. So, Love it. I yeah, so what's kind
0: of the plan just in case? Uh, I mean, worst case scenario, the program there does fall through. You're going to try to go somewhere else? Would you yeah, be able uh, to? Yep.
2: Yeah, I will have graduated. Um, so there should be no issues. I'll just take master classes. Um, six year senior.
0: What up? <laughs> Love it. Hey, we've all been there.
1: And we're coming <laughs> off You get to play hockey, doing Academic it. weapons here. I yeah, it, I turn we're coming
0: off two brown with two brown commit interviews. He's like, Yeah, fuck it, I'll go to my seventh year. It was Matt
1: Leinert took ballroom dancing his super senior year, so it could be worse. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he yeah, someone some on our classes. team.
2: A guy, a guy named Mike uh Malcolm Hayes from our team a couple years ago. He was a transfer from Maine, so he was taking master's classes. And his last semester, he took, like, hip-hop dancing or something. <laughs> it was hilarious.
1: <laughs> so you got to tell us, um, with, with uh, all the travel and everything like that, um, I mean, you got planes, buses. What was the, the worst league you've played in as far as travel? Is it, is it college, or would it be stacking on a bus and driving around
2: for <laughs> – Oh, it's college.
1: <laughs> is it? All right. Really? Well, you take the, the, the buses over the planes? I mean,
2: well <laughs> – we're traveling for a good twenty hours you got so a baby on a Yeah,
0: sure.
2: Yeah. No, I mean we're it's. it's I mean, it's, it gets old after a while. Yeah, we're traveling for fourteen hours, probably on the plane, and then we're in Minneapolis, and we got to bus up to, you know, the UP. So yeah, definitely college. I mean, at least in juniors, you're on the bus, you can fire up Netflix or something. That's true. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, this question—or it's not so much a question, I guess, it's a statement. This one was from Billman, but he's nice enough to throw it under my name. So,
0: yeah. uh, old, old wardo's hit this one over, baby. Yeah, so yeah, we, hey, we, hey, we hey, do. I told
1: you guys not to tell. Yeah, we do <laughs> want to congratulate you. Uh, so, congrats uh, on the sex. Congrats Golly. on the sex. Uh, first <laughs> kid you, in October. Um, just among the other million things or plates you've got spinning in the air, um, what in the hell are you going to be doing now, balancing that? Yeah, so like how do you balance
0: that with schoolwork and hockey, and it's already well, you know challenging thing. enough it's,
1: being a D one athlete.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why this year is sort of a blessing in disguise too, because I just have you know the opportunity to grow into my new uh my new role as a father. As a father, <laughs> yeah. Job. You don't get to be a backup, right? That's a, a starter yeah. <laughs> only game. So yeah, I mean, it's it's been easier. Than I than I thought. I was definitely really nervous, especially with the grind of the season. I know how long it can be and with all the travel. So it's been great. I mean, uh, my baby Max is doing great. So shout out, Max.
0: Is she mm-hmm. is she her and the kid up in uh, Alaska with you? Or are they back here in the D M V? Uh they're in Alaska. Gotcha. So you're not doing the they're Travis good. Ward treatment where he's just like, hey, babe, like I gotta go tape sticks for six months. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Thrown under the bus. <laughs> No, she's not Hold down the fort in DC for guy. me. She
3: she supports me with it, but uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Carl's Carl's son is is a very cute baby. He's got huge feet. Kids gonna have a boot on him when he's older. Yeah, I'm telling you right it's, now.
2: It's
1: so cute. I know you can only you know plan so far in advance, but are are we gonna try and you know push this as long as we can? Or you're getting all these classes done. You're gonna have a degree. Is is life after hockey in the immediate future? Or are we gonna you know milk out? No, all I mean I, I want to
2: play professional hockey think it's Love definitely it. um definitely doable within yeah it's definitely within reach you know yeah you just making look at the guys that you, you've played
1: with like uh birds of a feather you know flock together Like there's guys playing pro all over the place guys from uh your triple a days to austin and uh, that's oh, awesome yeah. that's awesome man
0: so another hard-hitting question here for you what's your go-to drink at whitlow's uh,
2: the orange crush, obviously.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I knew it had to <laughs> so, be. Those
1: are apparently super regional. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Virginia Beach thing.
0: Yeah, it's just like a little, like, de- like, say, a Berlin, like a Maryland, like Berlin- a Annapolis like that's Ocean City type of thing. But Whitlow's, baby, you can find what you can find some good orange crushes here in Arlington, Virginia. Yeah, funny,
2: funny story. So went to Virginia Beach with my family and, you know, we crushed a few orange crushes. Yeah. so uh christmas rolls around decided to get mom the uh the gift that keeps on giving the uh the orange press exactly like oh, they have at the bars right. <laughs>
1: it's like a, a shake weight but you actually get something out of it you get a nice yeah, drink it. A yeah. love it uh, you got anything else bob i do that is it for me unless there's uh i mean we got a shout out for max already is there any anybody we need to call out in the dmv area or uh anything Oops. left unsaid here I don't know we got travis sitting next door yeah shout out Carly.
0: carly there it is but yeah we got travis ford sitting there next to him guys if you were wondering what the extra voice was he was on a couple episodes back equipment manager you got anything you got anything else we need to know about your boy here
3: uh nothing i think he covered it all uh yeah, I mean, you'll, he'll be selling foreclosed homes here in about a year or two. But oh, other shit. than that, you got him while he was hot. Oh, but, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: well, if a pair of uh, size nine skates fall off a truck, you let me know. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sounds good. Love, Love it. State. So there it good is, guys. Up. Chris Carlson, goalie for the University of Alaska Anchorage Sea Wolves, Virginia native here. We appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I thanks again to Chris Carlson for coming on. Good interview, good times. Uh, I've, I've, I've hung out with him a couple of times at Whitlow's here in Arlington, and you know, hung out, through some crushes back, and
1: had a time. Yeah, I met the kid like seven years ago, and didn't even realize it that we, we we'd met back then. But like I said, great kid, loves the game. Yeah, it's good stuff. So let's finish it with some junior
0: talk here, Bob. Let's start in the uh, USPHL, shall we?
1: Yeah, for sure. Premier Hampton Roads, they were off on the weekend. Our boys down in Potomac played Richmond uh premiere they split on the weekend our boys uh got no their- Gratz got a w yeah Gr- let's go baby Five to win in game one for potomac uh they ended up losing game two but um their goalie i don't know what the hell's going on they don't have his full name on the website but 57 <laughs> saves on 59 <laughs> shots in that first game um they did again split on the weekend but that's a big big character statement there for for the p-pass our boy Gratz down there um hampton elite was also off we'll be brief uh, Richmond um, Richmond played do, 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 uh, Potomac Elite. I apologize for that. And they won 6-1 and then 7-1. Um, but both teams heading down to Charleston, South Carolina, for the showcase, playing a bunch of teams in different divisions that they wouldn't normally play. So hopefully a good time to let out some of the aggression. There was a shit ton of penalties um, this weekend. So uh, best of luck to the guys down in Charleston. Playing some fresh faces. So good
0: on them. Shout out to Gratz, man. I, that that pumped me up listening to listening to that split right there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's not going to be done overnight, but our boy Gratz is, you know, slowly but surely.
0: Love to see it. Love to see it. So there it is, guys. The USPHL. Good for Gratz. Quick roundup uh this week. Let's kick it over to the Black Bears here. So we kind of recapped last week. We started the series. So we recorded Thursday night. We we saw the Black Bears losing the shootout to Maine three to two, but Friday they bounced back with a massive four to one win over the main nordiques Two yeah those points.
1: are huge games we talked about um i mean any games that they're playing with the nordiques are essentially four point games um yeah. John has a couple games in hand on them but those those games are huge against maine in particular right now yeah
0: and you look at the scoring it's luke mountain in the first luke mountain in the second and luke mountain again no surprise
1: no surprise <laughs> captain, our boy, captain our
0: boy hunter mccoy with an assist on one of those
1: well of course
0: yeah up on that kids, second, kids nails game-winning kids goal. nails yeah kids nails kids nails so shout out hunter mccoy right there on that uh secondary assist on the gwg uh but this week coming up they don't have much they play like a weird monday schedule it looks like here
1: yeah the ehl did the same thing i, I don't know maybe they're making games up who knows as long as monday tuesday
0: monday looks like the next two series on monday tuesday they got the danbury jr hat tricks and then Maine again
1: maybe know ice time's not cheap right they know ice time's not cheap. So there
0: it is guys, quick back bears round up. And then Bobcat, why don't you take us home and tell us yeah, how Team Maryland, Maryland
1: EHL is. They had a bit of an odd week as well. They played Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday night, they took down New York apple core six to three. Um, and then they played them again on Thursday, ended up losing that one six to three as well. or one six to three game one lost six to three game two, um, Game one, Ethan Fuller, two points, Rory Gresham, two points, Evan Donnelly, two points, William Walsh, two points, uh, and then Hallen Cookston, two goals, two apples. How are you, buddy? Um, So big game for Howland Cookston. Yep, and then uh, game two, like I said, they did end up losing um, six to three, but uh, split the series with New York Corps, and then they played today, actually, against the Pro Tech Junior Ducks, got a 5-2 win. Uh Eric Stros opened up the scoring in the first. tech scored right back. And then before the first ended, our boy Dennis Aripenko. Uh oh, yeah, we, we started with that one. Yeah. Uh cross check for the Ducks ties it up in the second. Cookston with back-to-back goals in the second. And then Bobby Geyer finishes it off on the power play. So two to five win for Team Maryland. Uh, all things considered a good stretch of games. Um but yeah, they're they're still sitting behind the New Jersey eighty sevens by still steady as you go eighteen a second. points, eighteen yeah. points behind. Um, but yeah, they got to keep the keep the steam rolling. They've got eight eight points between or six points between them and the Junior Flyers behind them. So a couple big games. You hate to see them split the weekend of the last uh, last place Apple Corps. But uh, good things coming for Team Maryland here. Love it. Have a weekend guys. Have a weekend. So there it is guys. Episode 85.
0: Thanks again to Chris Carlson for hopping on big week. It's been a, mad- <laughs> it's been a long week here at Japan. We've had content. Out yeah. There we're trying
1: day. to catch up with the DMS. I mean, keep sending them.
0: Yeah. So keep it all up. Um, episode 86, Tuesday, Vlad and chase part two. Uh, and then we've got some cool ones coming out after that. And then obviously again, next Friday here, local stuff. Uh, it might be a back-to-back goalie.
1: Coach, I got to ask that you, I'm, I'm sitting in the garage on this one. What's the score right now?
0: 5-3 caps, Four nineteen left in the third.
1: All right, I got four minutes of hockey left to watch. Have a All good right. weekend, everybody. We'll check in. Let's do it.